0: Angry River Part 8 The hut was already surrounded by water. The hens had not bothered to leave the hut. They were probably perched on the cot now. Would the river rise still higher? Sita had never seen it like this before. It swirled around her, stretching in all directions. More drowned cattle come floating down. The most unusual thing went by on the water. An aluminium kettle, a can chair, a tin of tooth powder, a wooden slipper, a plastic doll, a doll? With a sinking feeling, Sita remembered Mamta, poor Mamta. She had been left behind in the hut. The water were higher now, the island fast disappearing, something come floating out of the hut. It was an empty kerosene tin with one of the hens perched on top. A little later the water must have reached the coat because the remaining hens flew up the rock ledge and sat huddled there in the small recess. The water was rising rapidly now, and all that remained of the island was the big rock that supported the hut, the top of the hut itself, and the people tree. It was a tall tree with many branches, and it seemed unlikely that the water could never go right over it but how long would sita have to remain there she climbed a little higher and as she did so a jet black jungle crow settled in the upper branch and sita saw that there was a, a crow nest in the nest where uh, four blue green speckled eggs the Kraw sat on them and called disconsolately. But though the crow was miserable, its presence brought some cheer to Sita. At least she was not alone. Other things was floating out of the hut. A large pumpkin. A red turban belongs to her grandfather. Unwinding in the water like a long snake. And then Mamta. The doll, being filled with straws and wood shavings, moved quite swiftly on the water and passed close to the people tree. Sita saw it and wanted to call out to urge her friend to make for the tree. But she knew that Mumta could not swim, the doll could only float. Travel with the water. The tree shook in the wind and the rain. The crow caught and flew up, circled the tree a few times and returned to the nest. Sitam clung to her branch. The tree trembled throughout its tall frame. The river swirled all around her now. It was almost up to the roof of the hut soon the mud walls would crumble except for the big rock and some trees far far away there was only water to be seen for a moment or two sita glimpsed a boat with several people in it moving suggestly away from the ruins of flooded village and she thought She saw someone pointing towards her, but the river swept them on and the boat was lost to view. The river was very angry. It was like a wild beast. The tall old people tree groaned. Its long winding roots clung tenaciously to the earth from which the tree had sprung many, many years ago. But the earth was softening, the stones were being washed away. The roots of the tree were rapidly losing their hold. The crow kept flying up and circling the tree, reluctant to settle in the Adam, reluctant to fly away. Sita's wet cotton dress clung to her thin body. The rain ran down from her long black hairs. poured from every leaf of the tree. The crow too was drenched and groggy. The tree grounded and moved again with a flurry of its beautiful leaves and surge of mud from below. The tree left its place in the earth and tilting moved slowly forward, turning a little from this side to side, dragging its roots along the ground. Then the tree moved into the main current of the river and went a little faster. Swinging Sita from side to side, her feet were in the water but she clung to her branch. The branches swayed, but Sita did not lose her grip. The water was very close now. Sita was frightened. The crow kept flying around the tree. The bird was in the terrible rage. The nest was still in the branches, but not for long. The tree lurched and twisted slightly to the one side, and the nest fell into the water. Sita saw the eggs go one by one. The cross swooped low over the water, but there was nothing it could do. In a few moments, The nest had disappeared. The bird followed the tree about 50 yards. Then flapping its wings, it rose high into the air and flew across the river. Until it was out of sight, Sita was alone once more. But there was no time for feeling lonely. Everything was in the motion. Any moment, thought Sita, the tree will turn right over and I will be in the water. In the distance, she saw a flooded village and people in flat boomed boats, but they were very far away. Because of its great size, the tree did not move very swiftly off the river. At one place, where there was a bend in the river, the tree struck a sandbank and was still. Sita felt very tired. Her arms were aching and she was no longer upright. With the tree almost on its side, she had to cling to her branches to avoid falling off. She knew she could not remain much longer in that position. Then she heard someone calling, cleaning her neck to look upriver, a small boat coming directly towards her. The boat approached the tree. There was a boy in the boat who held on to one of the branches to steady himself, giving his free hand to Sita. She grasped it and slipped into the boat beside him the boy placed his bare foot against the tree trunk and pushed away the little boat moved swiftly down the river the big tree was left far behind Sita would never see it again